Welcome to the Sketchy Sketch Sketch Show podcast. It's open mic night for sketch. We cold read ourselves some comedy sketches, then discuss how they were written. Here to host the show, I'm Harrison. And I'm Amy. With us in the writer's room, I'm Keely Anastasia. I'm Keith Estrella. I'm Tyler Chick. In this week's episode, we have a word with the most alone and knowledgeable guy, followed by slowing down for this crazy sketch. Then just some bros on vacay. Then join us on the riff plane with Keith and Harrison. And stick around to the very end for a fun writing prompt to inspire your own work. With us on the podcast today. Alicia R. She her. Welcome to the show, everybody. How's it going? Y'all ready to goof? Yes! Yes! It's scooping time. Amy, how how was your taco night? Oh my God, it was so good, Keely. Thank you for asking. We had a big old taco party for seven people, only three of which were adults. So we have a lot of leftovers and I'm so excited for this week, a taco week. Amy said, why have taco Tuesday when you can have taco week? And I love Taco life. Taco life. Taco hashtag taco life. That's what I'm taco about. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's do some sketches. Alrighty, here we go. Our first sketch today is titled Pawn Stars, written by Harrison Merck. Rick will be played by Tyler Chick. And Chumley will be played by TV. Interior pawn shop day. Chumley and Rick look at an axe under the Pawn Stars logo. Oh, this axe is so cool and strong. You're a fucking idiot, Chumley. Let me tell you about the Vikings. <laughs> So help me win my Rise of Kingdoms act. The Vikings were the strongest early civilization. Their metalworking techniques, sailing skill, and axes gave them huge advantages in battle. (laughs) Wow, Rick. So how come I lost when I played as the Vikings in Rise of Kingdoms? Chum Lee, you dirty hunched over moron. There's all kinds of different stats in Rise of Kingdoms, like the technology bonus where the Korean civilization gets an extra 5% technology bonus with each round. So they probably just became so advanced that you couldn't keep up with brute strength. (laughs) You know a lot of stuff, Rick. Yeah, Chum Lee, well, I'm deeply alone. So how much much do you think this axe is worth? Chum Lee, this is an ad we're shooting for Rise of Kingdoms, not an episode of Pawn Stars. Oh. It just felt like maybe the best thing to do was move on after what you said about being alone. Chum Lee, you bridge-dwelling troll. I'm not ashamed of being all alone all the time. The whole point of this ad is that Rise of Kingdoms is cool and fun, like all the stuff I've accumulated here in my store. But Rise of Kingdoms is also complicated. So it takes someone who's smart and knows a lot of stuff to figure out how to win. I'm smart and I know a lot of stuff because I have so much alone time to take in new information. I'm not embarrassed about it. It's cool, and it makes me the perfect spokesman for Rise of Kingdoms on the phone. You do have lots of cool stuff. Check out Rise of Kingdoms. It's the perfect on-your-phone game for someone who's real alone, like Rick. Don't say it like that. You said you weren't embarrassed about it. I'm not embarrassed. Then why can't I say that you're all alone on this commercial? Chum Lee. I'm the most alone guy. Rick pulls out an old pirate pistol. Look around. I've made a living out of filling space with things, buying things, storing things, selling them, knowing about them because I don't have any people. Yeah. And so you're also good at Rise of Kingdoms. Yes. 
But Rise of Kingdoms can be enjoyed by more than just really smart alone guys who have lots of stuff to make up for being alone. It can be enjoyed by greasy donkeys like you, too. That's why we're both here. Look at this pirate crystal. I bought it off an old, old woman whose husband had just died. She came in and said she needed to sell this gun to afford her medications now that her husband was dead. I offered her $250 and she told me it was his favorite thing, so it should be worth more. I acted annoyed and said, hey, look, I got to keep here in my little case until I can sell it and that cost me money. $250 is the best I can do. So she sold it to me for that much. But I knew that this gun belonged to Charles Gibb, a real pirate, because of all my time alone. The gun is really worth a bunch more, probably $150,000. That's why I'm good at Rise of Kingdoms on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rick. That's why you're alone. All you do is take. You're mean and inconsiderate. I thought this was going to be a thing where I would like Rise of Kingdoms and you would tell me about stuff and I would get better because liking Rise of Kingdoms is my thing. But just like the old, old woman and her pirate gun, you took what I needed for my, my emotional medicine just for fun because you could. Chumley takes the pirate pistol and points it at Rick. <laughs> Chum Lee, you airplane bathroom during turbulence. You can't. <laughs> Chum Lee shoots Rick. Rick falls dead. Chum Lee is devastated. Chum Lee slowly starts turning into Rick. It's painful. All his hair falls out. He grows a goatee. He gets shorter. He grunts a bunch. Uh, he yells in pain until finally he's just Rick. Rick isn't a person you can kill. He knows all and shall protect this pawn shop until he's relieved of his duty by another. He will seek things and knowledge and no human connection to ensure that this pawn shop will reign for eternity. Just like your kingdom in Rise of Kingdoms on the phone. A Rise of Kingdoms logo shakes onto screen with a big musical. <laughs> If you've never seen like an ad for a phone game, go watch one, just one. They're all like really talking about the feelings that the game gives you <laughs> and like why you would be good at it. I don't know. I think it's fucking crazy, but I saw this <laughs> ad uh, for this Rise of Kingdoms game, which I've literally hadn't heard of until I saw this app. And the people in it were clearly supposed to be the guys from Pawn Stars. Like they were in a set that looked like Pawn Stars and they were like <laughs> holding old stuff and talking about old stuff. <laughs> uh, and like what its value might have been, but it, it wasn't the guys from Pawn Stars. Uh, <laughs> so for me, like I also think the guys from Pawn Stars are fucking nuts. Like, that guy from Pawn Stars, like, might be the biggest asshole on television. <laughs> they also give him, like, all these moments on that show where he, like, just pretends like he has all this information at the ready when it's actually, like, clearly, like, he read a fucking Wikipedia article about it <laughs> right before he did the take. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if they have right. to cut to it for I him mean, to know I mean, it's a reality. <laughs> right. So. right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so... I really just kind of like wanted to talk about Rick from Pawn Stars a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I think you really captured Chumley very well. You know, like we all want, we feel so bad for him. 
I'm Rick's a piece of shit. Um, and yeah. height, heightening all the ways you, uh, Rick say, says terrible things about Chumley and calls him terrible names is really fun. Wait, this guy's name is Chumley in real life? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he is just torn apart by the people who love him most on television all the time. Is Charles Gibb a real person too? Oh, he's a real pirate. Okay, because I love that too. Yeah. Charles Gibb for a pirate is so funny. Uh, I loved um, how you like took their characterization and from the show and transferred it into this commercial. Uh, I thought you were going to say that there's an actual commercial with them, but having it be like fake versions of them is even wilder. As soon as the gun showed up, I knew that someone was going to get shot, so... Uh, well done <laughs> making that payoff. Yeah. Uh, you could almost have like a new Chumley appear out of something too, maybe. I don't know. Like <laughs> yeah, of- it's just like a gumball machine in the background morphs into Chumley. <laughs> <laughs> a gumball machine. A gumball machine. <laughs> like one of the antique ones. The axe, the axe turns yeah. into Chumley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chumley, you human gumball machine. <laughs> <laughs> he does always give the speech about like, listen, I gotta put it in this case, that's money space, and then I gotta like, hold on to it for like God knows how long to see if someone will buy it. Yeah. And hopefully for this much. He explains the business like I he explains how a pawn shop business works like three times an episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's always like, I gotta hold on to this thing. I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> the other thing I always remember is that they would always ask after they like learned about the item, they'd always ask, So what do you want to do with it? And the person always says, I want to sell it like every yeah. single yeah. time. Yeah. They're like, that's why but they keep I'm asking here. every single item, what do you want to do? I want to sell it. <laughs> like that's why I'm here. So this woman comes in whose husband had just died and she had yeah. this pirate pistol and I said, what do you want to do with it? Exactly. Yeah, Chum Lee, well, I'm deeply alone. Our second sketch today is titled That's Not the Crazy Part. Written by Alicia R. Emily will be played by Keely Anastasia. Amber will be played by Amy D. Exterior forest daytime. Our scene starts with a bird's eye view of the forest. We zoom into a random tree in the forest near the top where there is a sloth, Amber, slowly picking a leaf off of a branch. We see another sloth, Emily, slowly rising up to Amber's branch. Emily's fur is a little damp and matted. Amber. (laughs) Amber continues to munch on her leaves. Amber, you will never believe what just happened. Amber, are you listening? What? Oh, sorry, Emily. I didn't see you there. How was your weekly poop? On the surface, I'm so relieved you made it back up here. I almost didn't, Amber. This was the craziest poop adventure I've ever had. It was a free fall from the start. Literally. 
I mistook my arm for a branch again and started falling. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so crazy. <laughs> you could have died. That's not even the craziest part. As I was falling, I was like, this is it. Then a moss-covered branch saved me. I landed on the branch and started sliding fast toward the ground. That's crazy and scary. How were you able to hold your poop in? <laughs> That's not even the craziest part. The branch led me to the river and I fell in the water. The current was so strong, it carried me away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shut up. That's too crazy. No, Amber, you shut up. I am not even to the craziest part yet. So anyways, there I was, floating down the river, when, bam, I ran into a rock and I was able to hold on to it. I couldn't climb the rock or get onto anything else. It was so wet. And slippery. That's crazy. Yes, <laughs> but not the craziest part. <laughs> of course not. Is this story going to end soon? I have to go take my weekly poop. Of course, but... Be on the lookout for humans. Humans? Humans. <laughs> this is the crazy part. Oh, shit. Humans are crazy. Yes, they are. But this freaking human saved my life. So get this. I was on the rock in the river. I was like, this is it. Then a branch just appears. It's like hovering right in front of my face. I was like, Thank Mother Nature. Mother Nature is so crazy. I love her. Me too. The crazy part is it wasn't Mother Nature. It was a human holding a branch. 
At first, I wasn't sure. Then I was like, this can't get any crazier, right? No way it could get any crazier. Well, it does. (laughs) So I grab onto this human's branch. Then I start flying. Flying? Flying. Humans are so fast. They swing the branch up, and before I know it, I am in a tree. The water is far, far away. Everything in between was a literal blur. I almost threw up. That's so freaking crazy. Humans are so fast. Yeah, they are. I was moving a thousand miles an hour. (laughs) What does that even mean? I mean, they're crazy fast. (laughs) If you ever get a chance to ride a human or ride a branch the human is carrying, do it. I totally will. Thanks for the heads up. Yup. Emily and Amber are slowly picking and chewing some leaves. Well, time for my weekly poop. See ya tomorrow. See ya tomorrow. Be safe. (laughs) Don't grab your arm. Oh, I won't. Fade out. Uh, Fade back in exterior forest two days later. Emily's fur is dry and less matted looking. She is slowly tugging on a stubborn leaf that doesn't want to be picked. We see Amber climbing into Emily's branch. Her fur is matted and she is frantic. Emily! I saw the humans! That's so crazy! That's not even the crazy part yet! (laughs) (laughs) So, I like animals. And I've been obsessed with sloths for a few years now. Um, They're one of my faves. And I've been writing a lot of sketch about animals. And my one friend was like, what what kind of animals? Are there any exotic animals? And then I was just like, no, it's dogs and cats. And he was like, you need to write about something crazier. And I was like, you're right. So. Oh, yeah. This friend of yours is like off the fucking map. Way to go. Yeah. Y'all know him. It's John. John Thompson, friend of the podcast, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. He used to thank for this sketch. Um, (laughs) Was John baked? (laughs) Um, No. We did drink a little bit of wine. So that could be it, too. But um, it's good, too. Yeah. Wine is good. And. Yeah, so I know all about sloths. I know about like random facts. I know they poop once a week. Um, 
it's just safer for them. And I also have seen several episodes of Sloths, like, just stuck places. Not episodes. Videos. Of Sloths stuck places. And then people finding them. The Sloth Show. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Every week. Um, And this sloth, like, a lot of sloths get stuck places. And then these people are like, oh, my God, the sloth, it's stuck. And sometimes... They like hold it, but then sometimes they get a tree branch because it's too far away or they don't want to like fuck with it. Um, and it's just like sloths move so slow. And like, I can't imagine moving faster than you're forced to move. Like, maybe it's like a roller coaster. So I just like imagine like when it's every time a human is just like carrying a sloth or blah, like, thank you. But then they're probably like, oh my God, I'm dying slash flying. I think you really got ahead of a sloth being carried by a human. Yeah, I really thought about it. I was like, I want to be a sloth someday carried by a human. But I just had to think about it. Gotta really get into their mind, the mindset of a sloth when you're writing about them, you know? I really love the way that you wrote the sloths and the voice that you gave them and like how they were talking. Amy and Keely both killed it. Uh, oh gosh, for me, amazing. I think you have something amazing in what you just said, which is that like it's too dangerous for sloths to get down from the trees more than once a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like that feels like a killer justification for them like coming down from the tree. Like it'd be great to be like, we have to do this. We can't do this often because it's too dangerous. And these sorts of things happen when we do leave. The other thing okay. I'd say is like, I think these sloths could be doing this thing that's being described together and just commenting oh, yeah. on what's happening. Right? Like I think they like yeah. each one of these like things that's not the crazy part yet could like happen and the slaws could be like, are we being carried away by the current? <laughs> I hope I don't just poop. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, are we flying by getting carried on a human stick? <laughs> I might throw up. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we can only do this once a week. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I love how your voice comes across when you slow it way down. The way you write characters, but slowed down, just like automatically does something to heighten it, I think. Uh, and I really like um, how like the game is like that this crazy thing happened and no, that's not the craziest part, but also just how slow they're talking is like a game in itself. It's so like reacting. I like what Harrison just said, because like reacting to a crazy situation uh, with that energy is a great game, I think. Uh, yeah, because like so much of the humor was just like the repetition but like you know what they're gonna say like th- five words ahead because it's so slow yeah. but they keep saying the full thing anyway i like how amber doesn't like get frustrated with emily because she's she also talks that slowly right <laughs> so it's kind of this interesting yes. um like matching energy and i would like love um if you did keep it um like them just talking to one another and it not happening in real time so you can keep the like the crazy part um kind of like retelling of the story uh idea if there was a voice of reason and the only thing i could think of 
of someone that would like be stuck there is like solved like a bear like caught in a bear trap that's like hanging in the tree that's like oh my gosh this is the worst thing in my life to get to the point we get it that's crazy but not the crazy part okay we don't have to say this again I hope whoever put this trap here comes along and kills me soon (laughs) 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 I'm ready to die like why (laughs) I am endangered but at this point I can't (laughs) I'm happy to make my species extinct (laughs) (laughs) this was the craziest poop adventure I've ever had our last sketch today is titled Smoothie by Amy D. Waitress will be played by Keely Anastasia. Dave will be played by Keithy. And Alfie will be played by Harrison Merck. Exterior Beach Resort Day. Two bros, Dave and Alfie, are relaxing in lounge chairs by a hotel pool on a bright sunny day. Yo, man, I'm so stoked I got us this sweet deal on this Vegas vacay. <sighs> yeah, bro, we deserve this. They high five. I usually stay at Circus Circus for the off-season. Businessman special. This shit is tight. A cocktail waitress approaches. <laughs> Yo, a waitress? Dang. They high-five again. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Can I get you something to drink today? Uh, yeah, I'll have one of those big tubi drinks. Uh, hurricane, sir? Yeah, a uh, blue one if you have it. Of course. And for you, sir? Uh, what kind of smoothies do you have? The waitress and Alfie look at Dave for a beat. Oh, you mean a smoothie? Yeah, like the ones we used to get at that place on the boardwalk when we were kids. A smoothie. I think he means smoothie. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, I could get you a frozen strawberry daiquiri. (laughs) Nah, I was thinking something more tropical. Uh, How about a pina colada? Uh, Do you mean a pina colada? Yeah, that one. Dude. Okay, great. Uh, so that's one blue hurricane and one pina colada. Yep, yeah. The waitress walks away with their drink order. <sighs> Yo, after we get our buzz on here, we need to go over to them big fountains with the fancy music. That shit is tight. The Bellagio. Dude, what is wrong with you? What? You want to go to Fremont Street or that big wheelie thing? Smoothie, pina colada. I like fruity drinks, bro. No, bro. It's how you. The waitress comes back with their drinks. Oh, wow. Looky at that. The waitress hands Alfie a big blue yard of booze and then gives Dave the fancy pina colada. They both take a sip and Alfie calms down, relaxing. Yummy. Anything else right now, gentlemen? No, thanks. I think we're good. I th- actually, uh, I could eat. Uh, I think I'll have the fresh catch of the day I saw advertised. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, today's catch is a pan-seared Alaskan salmon. Alfie looks at Dave, worried about what he'll say next to embarrass him. Dave holds up his phone to the waitress. Uh, but your website says the catch of the day is halibut. Oh, yes. What day is it? <laughs> Silly me. You're right. It is the halibut today. Perfect. I'll have that. Alfie visibly relaxes. <sighs> Although the salmon does sound nice. Alfie slams his drink on the table between them in rage. 
Let's talk about that sketch. Um, I think, well, the idea in the game were just somebody mispronouncing words to and it like aggravates somebody else. I don't know. I think this definitely is feels preliminary to me. I feel like I could take some good notes and kind of maybe go somewhere else with it or just I don't know, maybe maybe go a little bit of a different direction or just blow something out of the water. It just feels like it needs a little something, something. It does run the risk of things like this, that things like this do of getting listy of being like, okay, so like, what's the next thing we're going to mispronounce. And something I think that you have here that is like really cool that you could dive into is that Alfie is like too embarrassed by this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like it feels like Alfie's like, stop, I'm embarrassed by the, you know, like, uh, (laughs) so what is the way he's going to think about us? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Alfie could be the game too. Like everything embarrasses him, not just like mispronouncing things. Well, I don't think Mm -hmm. you even need to like, if then, if you don't want to, like, I think this is a thing that you could do. Like if you want to do eventually like flip this game to like Alfie is unusual for caring this much. Um, I think that could either be your blow or like you could, if you wanted to take it that direction, then eventually you could like make the blow that the, the waitress does care that much. Like the waitress is like, it's a good thing. This guy is looking out for you. (laughs) Or No one respects me at home. I came here to impress waitresses. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. I have a good resume. (laughs) Yeah, I had a good resume. It's such a fun like I think he I think he meant to sm- say smoothie. Uh I have a good resume. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to pronounce this. Um I took a lot of yeah. AP classes, so it's Yeah. <laughs> Been told I'm like the dog whisperer, but with horses. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pretty great uh, streak on Duolingo. You might want to take that into account. Yeah, I've never lost a wordle. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of uh, recently somebody messed up on Wheel of Fortune and there was like a bunch of memes about it. And so like what if the justification was like I mispronounced a word on Wheel of Fortune and now I... I'm really sensitive to other people mispronouncing words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or what if I mispronounce a word on Wheel of Fortune and that's the only way people remember me? So I'm going to have to keep mispronouncing words. Maybe it's that guy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, me. Oh, you know. It's me. me. I'm the guy who mispronounced <laughs> that word. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you want me to say meatballs and spaghetti the way I did on the show? <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll check in right now. I got my phone. Right yeah. Here. People will. What are you doing later? Them. The hint is dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel. You. <laughs> are you saying I'm a vowel? Oh, like the letter you. <laughs> I'm the Wheel of Fortune meme guy. Do you not recognize me? And I'm flirting in theme. <laughs> it's all I've got. <laughs> Yo, 
talk till we get our buzz on here. We need to go over to them big fountains with the fancy music. That shit is tight. Hey, what's that sound? There it is. <laughs> oh, hello there. Are you passengers too on this rip? Uh, plane here? Who's this? Yeah, Captain, this Fine the plane smells really good. Are, wow, are you cooking yeah. on there? <laughs> mm. Oh, uh, I wouldn't know anything about that. I am just a simple passenger on this plane also. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. Hi. I thought you were the captain for a second. Are you in disguise again? <laughs> That's okay. Disguise? Uh, the only disguise is uh, my three-piece business suit that I am wearing. <laughs> <laughs> that mustache looks fake. As why I, why passenger Amy? Yes. I, uh, Wait, true. did you say passenger Amy? Oh, so we're not oh, here. Right. Nobody right. talks that way except <laughs> the cat. Oh, oh, yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> I just had to do a little, a little fun, and I said passenger Amy. You and got it. The, the jig was the gig was up. The, the jig. <laughs> But yes. I can tell because I, you were holding a finger in front of your real mustache. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, I, you already have. I had to. I I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't get like that bald stuff to make it seem like I didn't have a mustache. So I just had to go bald with stuff. what I got. You know? Uh, yeah. You like know. A bald stuff cap that, for your face. Like or a bald cap for my face. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but hey, I'm losing I'm losing my voice in all this excitement. Captain, this makes me feel like this makes me feel like you might have an idea to share for this rift plane. Is that the truth today? Yo, passenger Amy, I have no idea what you took. Oh what's this in my breast pocket? Oh it's a morning pass for me. Holy oh, shit. Diggity. Pastor, I knew diggity. I could count on you to see. Uh, to lead the charge. Rifkin, what's it say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to um, uh, My friends um, uh, had an interview a few months back, and it was like a whole day affair. She had like three interviews in like I don't know, like twelve hours or something like that. Um, which to me is ridiculous. I could barely stand like for one hour. Um, being in an interview scenario. So I was thinking like just piling on more interviews after like the third one um, in rapid succession. I love the idea of trying to like suck a whole day of work out of somebody as an interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like just to demonstrate how you'd file these. Yeah. 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 <laughs> to demonstrate. All right. So what you want me to do, like I'll do like five or six of them to just show you how I would do it. Well, there's 200 here. So <laughs> how would you do 200 of them? Was, yeah. I need to, I'll watch. Five or six about, isn't enough for me to really see your working style. I need to see the whole thing, like top to bottom go. I also need to time you. So <laughs> I'm starting the clock now. <laughs> better, better. Maybe it's someone who doesn't want to go back to doing their job. So they just keep the person in the interview room and just keep finding like random things to ask them about so they don't have to go back to doing their job. What do you think about fish? <laughs> like to eat or has a pet? 
<laughs> I, in general, I need to know all your thoughts on fish. <laughs> Are they a safe office, office space? Let's just go ahead and answer those phones. See what you come up with. See if you can answer those questions that people call yeah. about. Scott, yeah. How do you feel about waffle fries? <laughs> like if we all if the whole office ordered a bunch of waffle fries do you think you could carry them all back alone <laughs> also everyone has their preference on sauces do you think you can memorize that or yeah you want me to memorize that and go get French fries? I'm just trying to see if you're qualified for the job. Hey. <laughs> Do you have access to a slow yeah. cooker? <laughs> hey, so we want to see if you would be a good culture fit here. So we're just going to stick you in this room with Devin and Kelly. Uh, they've been fighting for the last three months. And <laughs> you're going to help them resolve it. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> I noticed when you came in today, you didn't automatically think to feed the fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fish okay. food was out and everything. Don't worry. You can totally make up for that that <laughs> loss, though, because uh, we're actually furloughing 250 employees today. <laughs> and we're going to see how many you can tell. By the end of the day. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> for every hundred that you tell, we will give you uh, a coupon for 10% off your order at Haas's. As an added, it's like it's a bonus. It's a bonus. Yeah. Don't think of it as we payment. Just have those. Can you demonstrate how you'd file these? Who's, who's, who's oh, hey, here. I, I've got a ticket. Oh, yeah, hey, co-pilot. Co-pilot Harrison. Yeah. Hey. Hey. That's cool. You How's can be going? a passenger and a co-pilot at the same time. There's nothing wrong with that. Thanks. Yeah, um, I guess you don't necessarily have to be. You're, you're going you're gonna to go where we're going anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm happy to be here along for the ride. <laughs> okay. Or maybe hey. I'll take the stick if you really need me to, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Right uh, now, I that's... think it's your controls, Captain. <clears throat> you got it. You, that's right. I'm, Great. I'm the captain. Don't you forget that. Sure won't. Uh, <laughs> Great. Uh, so my ticket says uh, Rascal Flatts selling the song Life is a Highway to Pixar, but trying to say it's not about sex. <laughs> this is perfect for your car movie yeah yeah (laughs) this to be to be clear this is the song that goes like life is a highway yeah yeah Uh, yeah okay got it and it's in the movie cars yeah it's a children's movie about cars or what? Uh, what if they're pitching it for another movie, and then at the end, the blow is like, "Wait, what about cars?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's about being in the car. Yeah, <laughs> on the highway. I said highway several yeah. times in the song. Just That's so what you know. ride it means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The producers always referring to them as a rascal, as if it's one yeah. guy, but it's really three guys. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> <a> rascal. Yeah. <laughs> rascal flats. 
Jeremy, uh, <laughs> you're in my blood. I'm not a lonely man. There's no load I can't hold. <laughs> What's that about, Rascal? <laughs> Rascal, it's just you and me here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play it straight with me. This is a movie about a young rainbow who's worried that it doesn't have enough colors and it has to heal its generational trauma in order to get all the colors that it wants. I don't think this song's appropriate for this. <laughs> you don't think rainbows carry loads? You don't think they got yeah. stuff to, to get rid of? Uh, to, uh, to, to excrete, if you will? You don't think rainbows carry loads? <laughs> I don't know. If I was a rainbow and I could only come out during the day, I'd want to ride it all night long. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's what I'm, you got that right, Flats. <laughs> <laughs> there, look, right here in this song, it says, I'll be there when the light comes in. Tell me that's not about a rainbow, Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> got it there. At the very beginning, I say, sometimes you bend and sometimes you stand. Do rainbows not bend <laughs> and sometimes stand? <laughs> I wrote this song for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's even funnier because their version is a cover. Oh, right. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, that's so funny. Wait, who originally did Life is a Highway? Tom Cochran. It's less like popified in that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, country rap. So That's them trying strong. to like <laughs> say to what the song, song is about when they right. didn't even like write That's it. That's also very funny. Oh yeah, I love bringing like, that up. Wait, Tom Cochran wrote this. How do you even know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, listen, Rascal, we know what it meant when Tom wrote it. So we know what it means when you're covering it. This could be a big hit for us too. What do you mean <laughs> Tom Cochran wrote it? <laughs> <laughs> I came up with this. This is an original. Never even heard of it. Yeah. I was thinking about rainbows and I was like, you know what? I'm trying to make Tom. a rainbow song. You're talking to me about Tim Cochran? <laughs> it's Tom. It's Tom. Yeah. Don't actually you don't know who he is. You guys ever heard of Tom Cochran? <laughs> I think that's a good riff. Thanks, thanks for that, Riff Captain. <clears throat> you got it. You want to get I us on over it. to Assignment Station? Assignment Station, one way, and we're here. Ooh-wee. the assignment this week is Dog Park. Let's get over to Plugport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm not going to uh, explain my assignment. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to, but uh, that's cool with me. I'm just the pilot. Uh, okay, we're here at Plug Town, Plugport. <laughs> All right. Alicia, you got anything you want to plug? I'm going to just continue to plug my cat's Instagram. I yeah. updated it. It used to be Queso's the Boss, but if you followed her before, you'll still be friends with her. She's just going to pop up as Chips and Queso now. Um, Chips and Queso have decided to combine their work ethic. Dope. And yeah, they, <laughs> they've been collaborating. Yeah, they've been collaborating for the past month. Some good content. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not to brag, but one of the reels got 216 likes. So I don't even know these people. They don't even have that many followers. 
<laughs> so, yeah, just look up chips and queso. Spells how it sounds. It's chips plural. C H I P S. Oh, and but with no A, it's N D, and then queso. Q U E S O. Chips and queso. It's great content. Fire collabs. Check it out, sketchies. I'm gonna plug Jorts uh, social media. Go check out just.jorts on any social media. Uh, we got some stuff uh, that just launched on April 1st, so check that out. Yes, friends! That is all for us today. Thank you to all the participants and to the Jeff Powers for the music you've heard. And also a big thanks to you, the listeners. If you'd like to support the show or check out more that we have to offer, head on over to Sketchy Sketch Sketch. While you're there, check out the support tab, click on Patreon, and check out all the stuff we offer over on Patreon. It's got everything you need to be the ultimate sketchy fan. And if you're like, hey, I like what you do on the show with other people's sketches, and I'd love my work to get some of that feedback, send us a sketch. You can send us a sketch at sketchysketchpod.gmail.com, or... You can use the form on our website. Also, if you've heard something in the sketch, you have a joke idea for the writers, you just want to say that you love something, it has changed your life dramatically, hit up our website. There's a place to reach out and do that all there. As always, if you like what you heard today, please tell your friends. Check us out on socials. Check out our classes. Subscribe. Give us five stars. Well, that's all for us today, everybody. I hope you had a great time because we sure did. We had a great time, and I'm great like time. nervous about asking, but like, how did you feel? How about did you feel? It? Did you have fun? Did you like ah? Did we get feel good? I mean, it seemed like you were feeling good, but we just—I just want to communicate clearly. Thanks for letting us know that you felt good. Thanks. Bye. I'll see you soon. Goodbye. Thank you very much.